right, welcome once again to Chicago Unbelievable. Uh, this is Adam. Uh, I'm uh, Michael Smith of WhiteCityCinema.com. Hello, this is Hector Reyes. I have no website. All right. <laughs> uh, we are at the, uh, it's called the Lincoln Lodge. Yes. Lincoln, Lincoln Lodge up here on Irving Park. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're watching the booth over across from us. Uh, we're just enjoying the body language of this couple. Clearly the guy is a lot more into her than she, she is into him. We, we cannot hear a word they're saying. And yet we know exactly We, we could fill in the whole conversation. <laughs> you might even say that they're acting out a silent film for that's, us right now. As that's a matter right. of fact, that's a nice little segue into the Because yeah, today we are talking about Colonel William Selig of the Selig Poly. Scope Studios. A little later, we're going to be heading over to the one surviving building of his entire empire. Which is just a few blocks away. Just a few blocks away from here. Um, you know, a couple of weeks ago, we were talking about George Spore and SNA. And Spore, I wind up, he redeems himself at the end of his story, but you wind up seeing he made like this Faustian bargain with Thomas Edison and just became completely complacent and stopped innovating, stopped making good movies. I wound up liking Selig a lot more. Yes, mm. Selig um, was was trying to get away from Edison's patents. He was trying to, to avoid well, uh, he, he, them. He, claimed he invented his own projector and everything to get around the patents. Really, I think he just copied one from the Lumiere brothers. That's right. That's but. right. He did. And, and uh, he actually ended up um, joining uh, Edison's trust, uh, but he did so very Re- reluctantly. reluctantly. Yes. Yeah, because he didn't feel he had another choice. So I agree. But, he was a, a very a much more likable yeah, character. Uh, they, he called it, you know, I, I have instant affection for anybody who calls himself Colonel without actually being a Colonel. That's yeah, right. Which... That's right. So he, what he, he, he conferred he was... the title upon himself, not unlike Colonel Tom Parker, Elvis's right. manager. <laughs> right. or, or Colonel Sanders, believe it or not. He only got the title years later uh, when the state of Kentucky gave it to him after he uh, did his whole franchise. One day the city of Chicago is going to give us the title of Colonel. Yes. <laughs> From this point on, just call me Colonel. All right, Colonel. Um, so... So Colonel Colonel Selig spent about ten years making movies of his own before he bought the building at 3900 North Claremont. It was eventually outfitted with a glass roof and all kinds of stuff. He eventually owned the entire block at Irving Western Claremont and Byron, and there he was actually doing a lot of really innovative stuff. He made the first Wizard of Oz movies were made there, and they were colorized. So L. Frank Baum actually went on tour with them, and he would interact with the movies on stage. In 1907, this is way ahead of its time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. A few years later, he made the Coming of Columbus movie using uh, the replica ships from the World's Fair mm-hmm. that were still down at the park at the time. Right. Uh, that was a full-length color movie in, like, 1911. Then he started with the adventure serials, um, fake nature documentaries. He, uh, this whole place in this block that used to be... Soup's oh, on. Soup's on. Soup's on. This entire place that used to be... That is now condos used to be nothing but fields and mountains, and there were streams and stuff. Our waitress actually, for the record, actually had a neighbor when she was a kid who acted in selling polyscope movies. As a baby. As a baby. As a baby yeah. you know. So the stuff maybe, you know, it was 100 years ago, but 100 years isn't as long as we always think. That's right. So there's a couple of websites we've looked at saying that the one building is left at 3900 North Claremont. And then there was also saying the auto shop on Irving Park was part of it. We're not really sh- we're pretty sure that wasn't true. The auto shop itself was built years later. There is a garage out back that's right where the stables would have been. But it's we also don't, the same shape the same and size. It's the same shape and size as the stables, too, but we don't think it's the original building. No, it's brick and it tell. looks like it's it was brick and the stables were a little wood. later. Mm-hmm. But we, 
do have an appointment to get inside of 3900 North Claremont. One thing that we love to do here at Chicago Unbelievable is look for old tunnels. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and uh, we do have some fire insurance maps saying that there was at least one tunnel. Some stories actually say that there were tunnels connecting really the entire block. But we've at least found, we hope, the one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, all right, this is Chicago Unbelievable. We're going to tune in now to our adventure at 3900 North Claremont, what is what remains of Selig Polyscope Studios. All right, we are looking up at the remains of the old Selig Polyscope. We can kind of put together the footprints of what parts are original and what aren't. This the, the stitches are pretty easy to see on this particular building. Uh, we can kind of see where the bricks are discolored right about where the glass roof would have gone down. Hi there. Hi, I'm just listening. <laughs> <laughs> you, know, you know much about the history of the building? I, I don't live here. Oh, okay. Ah. Uh, this was uh, the Selling Polyscope building about a hundred years ago. It was, it was a, a movie silent studio. film studio. Yeah, the first Wizard of Oz movies were filmed here. You can still see the, the diamond S right above the door is their old logo. Really? Yes. You can see the, uh, the bottom two floors here are original. Then uh, part of up top is over. You can see where the br- different colored bricks are. Those were uh, those were put in where a glass roof used to be. Okay. There was yeah. like an in- it was almost like a glass barn at the time because they didn't have a lot of sophisticated lighting rigs. They had to rely on the sun. Okay. Uh, come here, Nebby. Nebby, come here. <laughs> <laughs> Hi there. Hi, I'm Adam. Uh, this is uh, Hector and Mike. Hi. Chicago Unbelievable. Hi. And we're just take, we're just kind of taking a look here. You can kind of see the seams. You know, you can see where there are different colored bricks. Where oh, the glass, yeah. where the gla- up there, that's right about where the glass would have gone down. Uh, this part wasn't glass, but the other part where the bricks are a different color above the ledge, that was all, that was all glass. Yeah, I heard that the top floor was was added at some point, but I didn't know. Yeah, this this is a picture of the building from. Uh, about 1907 or oh, so. Cool. so is this mm-hmm. That's right that's where we are right now. Mm-hmm. You can see the uh, glass up there. Yep, nice. Uh, you can see where the ledge stops, which is right here, yeah. and then it goes a little bit further out. Um, <clears throat> how'd you guys find this stuff? I know we've been looking for some history on the building just to kind of like start putting uh, some historic some stuff. Some of this actually it? came from uh, some books we found in the the uh, reference materials at the library. Oh, cool. Others we got out of newspaper archives, uh, property records, things like that. Nice. Building permits. Now here's actually we've got another shot that's uh, kind of an artist's conception of the entire studio plan. There we are again. This whole area in the middle where all of these houses are now, that was where they did all of their exteriors. You can see they've got mountains built. Uh, there's an artificial lake. Oh, wow. And that's where they would film all of the cowboy movies and stuff. We okay. just found this great story about them uh, doing a Battle of Little Bighorn movie with some Indians who had actually fought at the Battle of Little Bighorn. Hmm. And they kept trying to get them to tell stories. They were just saying, well, it was over so fast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Can't really remember much. Now, a lot of the old articles about the place have said that all of those buildings were connected by tunnels. Uh-huh. Um, we're not entirely sure that was true, but we do have on the fire insurance okay, map. Did you get here by from, tunnel today? No. no. <laughs> no. <laughs> that would have been time. nice. <laughs> yeah, much as we love tunnels around here. Um, uh we can see down here, this is the fire insurance map from a few years after Selig left. Mm-hmm. And you can still see that it's a glass building right here. But there it does mention a tunnel right over here. It would have been adjacent to where the elevator was now. So okay. could you let us see yeah, the basement? Cool. All right, so any time you're on the third floor in here, you're basically where they were filming the movies. This is where they did the first Wizard of Oz movie. Uh, they did a fake Teddy Roosevelt documentary that a lot of people thought was real. Oh, interesting. All kinds like of I said, they stuff. Said, you know, a couple of girls said, you know, started to want to like spruce up the lobby stuff like that. Yeah. In the, uh, 
on each floor level. So they started pulling in some okay, you film can see type a... thing, but I still think it'd be cool to have something, even if it's just something framed, whether it's a picture or just you know a, a historical document yeah. of the building, just to have something so when people come in, maybe add some value to the building. Yeah, well, Selig, Selig did take out some really ornate advertisements in newspapers where he would go on for like really pages of text about the value of motion pictures. Mm-hmm. Now one day these will be educational, they won't all just be people kicking each other in the butt forever. Yeah. It'll so. keep the kids off the street. Sure. Yeah. Hey guys, want to go down to the basement? Sure. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Sorry. You can see in the lobby here, there are some film canisters on the wall. I understand that these are uh, strictly decorative. They didn't yeah. find them in the old man selling secret stash no. or anything. So is this not listed on the National Registry of Historic Places? Not that I know of. Because it really should be. I mean, this, yeah, this was the actual, not only the biggest film studio in Chicago, in the entire country. That's the first, in the first decade of the 20th century. Yeah. Well, I, I looked it up and I looked at your site, what, NSA or something? SNA. That was, that was a different one. Okay, well, that's what I was going to say. This S- SNA was our, was our last place. That was, uh, that was on Argyle. Yeah, that's what I saw. So what was the actual name of this place? Uh, Selig Polyscope. Okay. Which is why the S is on the door. Mm-hmm. Over there. Ah, interesting. Mm-hmm. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. All right, we are into the basement now. Usually in a lot of these really old buildings. Yeah, this is kind of like a tunnel. And that would be the storage room back here. I don't know, this is kind of off the elevator, but... Yeah. Well, the tunnel would have been on the west side of it. Yeah, it's probably over this way. All right. But we'll take a peek in the storage room. Oh, sure. We love looking in storage rooms and stuff. <laughs> yeah. It looks like the original elevator would have been over here where the ramp is. This is now a garage for those of you listening in at home. Yeah, my, my guess is the tunnel would have been right around over here. It's all bricked off now. What's over here? You can't see some beams right here. You know what? Yeah, because it's uh, it's actually like cut perfectly here. This is probably the beam of the tunnel. Oh yeah, right here. Yeah. Yeah. These bricks were added later and then painted over. Mm-hmm. So yeah. And then there's uh, you know, obviously people knew there's just something here because they have these things. What's behind here? You know, goes right out to the alley. Yeah. I wonder if there are st- maybe stairs going yeah, down. Yeah, maybe right maybe there. there's something further down below here. Yeah, there's a... Yeah, it goes underneath the street level. Yeah. Yep. Probably stairs going down. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this was... They just put this building up uh, a couple of years ago, but there's, you know, a used car lot and something else. Yeah. And actually, the guy who lived there, it was weird. He would just come and go through the alley, but he knew a lot of history of what was going on around here. Yeah. <clears throat> There, are there people living there now it's, or not? It's, it went into foreclosure. I want to say there's three or four people living in. I don't even think all the units are completely done. But uh-huh. as you can see, some of them are mostly done. This last building, there's nothing in there. There's oh. a couple of people living in those units over there. You see some bushes and shrubs up on their balconies. Okay. If only we could just dynamite through that brick wall. <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> there, are so many, there are so many places in this city where we need to get a jackhammer, yeah. you know. <laughs> I can get through it in a half hour with a sledgehammer. Yeah. That's, that's the entrance. Yeah, that is definitely we the got, entrance. That's... It's, it's, it's the perfect spot. It's, like, it's, it's, it's hastily done. It's, uh, yeah. it's obviously cut well. 
So, this all still? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, this is the spot right here. Look at, look at this. Look at this scene. Come and they were building this building over here. I know. Right. right. Uh, down into something. Yeah. Yeah. Considering how, that we have to go up. Yeah. This is the tunnel right here. Yeah. For sure. Wow. I love it when we find that kind of stuff. And that now you have an explanation why these things are here. There's pretty much pipes left over. Or? Mm -hmm. No, well, this is like a think of it like a like a pressure valve. Know, because letting it breathe because there's an open room back in there. Mm -hmm. yeah. 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 And they probably didn't even fill it with sand or anything. No, they, probably didn't. So. they probably just left it as is and just picked it up. That's pretty much what they usually do. Yeah. Wonder, Sometimes they'll fill them with sand. I wonder if there were any vaults down here like the, um, the SNA vaults. Yeah. They had to store the film somewhere. But you remember in our, in our last conversation, SNA was a lot better at uh, holding records than the rest of the studios. Right, well, Selig was especially bad. Yeah. That's why there are no Selig films still in existence. Well, there, there, are, there are a few. There are very I, few. I've seen the, one of the Wizard of Oz films. Right, there's yeah. that, and there's uh, some. I, I just read they had a showing of Monte Cristo what? not oh, too really long ago. Which apparently, it was, hor it was horrifically bad. <laughs> but well, the pictures we've got of it, it looks like a high school set. And, uh, they, you know, they filmed it in two places. Selig was the first guy to open a film studio in Los Angeles, and they filmed half of it here and then at least one scene out in the ocean. Uh -huh. And it was supposed to be the same character, but was clearly not the same actor. Now, this was the very early days of film. They didn't know what they could get away with and what they couldn't. So that goes out to uh, Western? No. That goes alley. out to the alley. Oh, okay, the alley. The alley. If you wanted to go out to Western, we don't have that technology yet. <laughs> <laughs> you know, when I first moved in, the rumor was Charlie Chaplin owned the building. And then as people started talking to some right. people, it was, then it was uh, like, well, maybe he did some filming here or was associated with the studio yeah. that was here. So. Their biggest star at the time was a woman named Kathleen Williams. They did this whole serial, The Adventures of Kathleen, which was the first time they'd really tried that, where, you know, at the end of the week, she's tied to a railroad track, and then you have to come back next week, and she'll be hanging uh -huh. off a cliff. Also, uh, also, the first two Tom Mix westerns were made here yeah. before he went out to uh, California. Yeah, and he was the biggest western star of the of the time. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we don't really associate a lot of big star power with Selig. And that may be part of why he eventually went under. Well, we just I well, just the, read the, the the star system didn't really exist when the studio was at its height. Right. The first decade of the 20th century. The second decade is when the star system really took off, and he was mm. kind of already in decline. And SNA was right. really um, kind of taken over at that uh, point. It's 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 odd because he was so much more of an innovator than most of the other people were. He was making like the Wizard of Oz films he made here were in color or right. colorized. Yes. Color and tinted. Color tinted. Uh, he made some of the first feature-length films. He made a feature-length color film here, The uh, Coming of Columbus, that won him a medal from the Pope, even though he was a Protestant, <laughs> uh, which isn't that common a thing to do. But as of 1916 or 17, he was still saying, well, you know, there's always going to be a place for short films, uh, just like we'll always have vaudeville. <laughs> <laughs> and then he started pouring all of his money into starting a zoo slash amusement park slash studio that I guess was, you can kind of look at it as a prototype Disneyland, only it didn't work so well for him. Right, right. Is this here when you guys... Yeah, this is a... Uh, 
This is a cement patch on the ground here. No, it's not. No? Look around, look at, there's a foundation. Oh, yeah. If it was just a cement patch, it would, it, would, it would just be a patch, but it's like there's literally an outline to something else that was here. Yeah. Also, we got a little hole in the wall here with that's been filled in. What? Uh, what do you make? What do you make of this, Hector? I don't know. I don't know. It was hastily covered up. This yeah. Like, so this is cement. It's just put in there. I don't know what that is. It's probably from. You know what? Okay, furnace. Look at the picture. On okay. the pic, can I can I see the big picture that you have? Uh, like that. I think you have it. Here it is. This one. No, because that's, that's that's the furnace room. I don't know what that is. It might be a it might have been a furnace that was here, and this was the uh, exhaust. Yeah. Could be. We have the records on what they actually did on each floor are kind of tough to figure out, because right. you know over the course of the ten or fifteen years that they were here, it changed a lot. So the history that we know of after Selig is in 1920, he sold the entire block to a car company for $400,000. The car company turned out to be a bunch of swindlers, so they didn't last very long. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and they had collected like a ton of stock certificates and stuff, but they only ever manufactured 13 individual cars. Uh, then in the 20s, it was a candy company. Then by the 70s, it was a button factory. And how long has it been St. Ben's? 15 years, something like that. Okay. I've only been here 10, but it was uh, converted over a couple years before I got here. Okay. You want to take a look in the storage room now? Yeah, let's take a look yeah. in the storage room. That's good, Mike. <laughs> 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 it's kind of funny. I just had the water company here last week. My water pressure's not great up on the fourth floor. Yeah. The guy came in and I guess this is the main water intake and uh, he was shocked at how huge. Yeah, this is. For this size building. He's like, that is a lot of water for this size building. Well, yeah, they were developing film here. And not just that, they were filling a lake. Yeah, they had a lake to fill too at one point. They had an artificial lake out back. So I imagine this is all probably original. You don't really, very rarely do people replace plumbing and pipes like this unless it's absolutely necessary. Yeah, with that much water pressure into a lake, you would need something this large. So, yeah. And this goes out to the garage. Right. So we can see any dates on here. Some of it, I think, is more recent than other parts. Yeah. Parts of it have been replaced. This section right here is recent. Yeah. That's for sure. This section is copper. This is probably older. Right. That's definitely old. Yeah. Well, this the section looks like it's, it's pretty old, too. <laughs> you know what? 
I think from let me get in here for a second. I think from here and here, actually this thing back and this back is probably original. Mm -hmm. Most of the rest of this uh, was added on later. Like this is probably in, uh, when it became a, a car company, and because uh, this was. This doesn't look like it should be here, but it is. So it may be hastily added on. Mm -hmm. But yeah, this and this and this is definitely original. And this is, you're right, this is massive. <laughs> yeah, this <laughs> is gigantic. Yeah. Now, Mike, thanks for taking us down here. Oh, no problem. I appreciate it. This is the kind of stuff we live for. <laughs> Going into other people's basements. Yeah. <laughs> And looking at their pipes. That wasn't the water pump room. <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> okay, much okay. as we talked about how massive that other water pump was, there's another water pump room that is even bigger. All right, you know what? You guys are rivaling the uh, the shed aquarium right now. <laughs> this effort is bad water pressure, just four floors up. Right. That's just ironically hilarious. Um, <laughs> All right, we'll get some pictures of this for you folks at home. And watch one of the listeners go, no, 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 I've seen bigger in my building. <laughs> That's nothing. I'm sure we'll get stuff. We always get stuff like that. It's bigger in the Sears Tower. The Sears Tower is 1,456 feet tall. Yeah, the, from the observation deck on a clear day, you can see four states. The yeah. selections are? Uh, Wisconsin. Wyoming. Nebraska. And Switzerland. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> can see uh, Hector and I have been tour guides for a while now. Yeah. <laughs> tour guide partners of that. Right. Um, there's a pump right there. Hmm. Yeah. I can tell you this, but you may need an additional pump for your water raw pressure. Yeah, he didn't uh, He didn't think there was really anything they could do. Yeah. And my girlfriend just moved in, so of course the, sh the shower right. is a kind of... Thing. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> yeah. Women in water pressure. Yeah. I'm waiting for the fifth shower head to show up sometime this week to see if that oh, one geez. will add some pressure to the shower. But uh, well, it was enough to pump to fill a lake, but wasn't really wasn't designed to go up though, wouldn't it? Uh, up that high? No, I know, with that kind of pressure, it should be you still should Yeah, you should be able to. We're talking about his water pressure on a podcast. I just wanted to point that out. <laughs> <laughs> Only on Chicago yeah. Unbelievable, yeah. ladies and gentlemen. Yes, because this is unbelievable. Yeah. <laughs> Tune in next week. <laughs> we will talk about my shoes. That's awesome. <laughs> Should we go up the stairs? I think we should go up the stairs. Yeah, yeah that'll go right up. Yeah, I don't want to get stuck in your elevator. <laughs> it happened recently, about a month ago. Wow, seriously? Just as we thought the adventure was done, Mike asks if we would like to see the roof.
putting down like little children. All right, we are back upstairs. Mike just asked if we would like to see the roof. <laughs> yeah, we want to see the roof. <laughs> One thing I like better than a basement is uh, roofs. You ever been on the roof at the Congress Hotel? I have not, but I would love to go up there. That's, that one's pretty cool. Their basement's pretty evil looking, too. Oh, yeah. So, there's also a tunnel there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's right. I yeah, that, there, was, there was a tunnel under the Congress that went to the Auditorium Theater. And I think we found where they've got it bricked off now, but it's hard to tell. Uh, and they found this tunnel. Yeah, one of the guards and I have a plan to go at, go at it with some jackhammers. But Give me a sledgehammer. I can take care of it, buddy. <laughs> now in a tunnel to the roof. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what a great view. Yeah. Oh, is this your mm-hmm. yeah. Oh, are you a Yeah. Oh, dude, this is great. Wonderful. Yeah. Yeah. And we got a whole view here of uh, where the lake used to be, where the condos are now. There were mountains back then. And we are now where the glass roof would have been. Right. On the old building. So this is actually where the filming, the interior filming would have occurred right where we're standing. Right. Because that, the whole point of having a glass roof was to allow enough light for interior filming to be done. Yeah. So this is amazing to be up here. Now, one thing that Mike and I had read, a couple of things online say that there is a decaying tower somewhere that they use, that they might have used for aerial shots. I don't really see that anywhere. No, because we can clearly see the rooftop of every building. Yeah. Now, all of these buildings, when we first came and surveyed the area, we thought maybe these uh, houses had been uh, actors' quarters or something. But no, this, these were all uh, early 1920s houses, a little after Selig left. No, 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 no. You're what do you lying. think? I, what do you think I'm thinking? You're thinking about climbing that ladder. I'm not gonna climb that ladder. But you're thinking about. Even climbing. I'm not that dumb. <laughs> I knew you were thinking because I was thinking the same thing. Of course. <laughs> All right, hey, ladies and gentlemen, this has been Chicago Unbelievable at the Selig Polyscope Silent Film Studios here in Chicago. Uh, shortly, we'll be right back, most likely with more uh, death, disease, destruction, drowning, dismay, despair, dismemberment, disfiguration, discombobulation, defenestration, and danger. Thank goodness it wasn't dysentery. <laughs> <laughs> Chicago Unbelievable brought to you by the Traveling Mystery Solvers Union Local 236. Check out our pictures from this investigation at chicagounbelievable.com. We'll also be doing Selig Polyscope Week all week long here at Chicago Unbelievable. Check us out and consider booking us for your next Chicago tour. chicagounbelievable.com. <laughs>